Hey, give a message to all the unfaithful couples. To all the unfaithful couples, keep being unfaithful. <laughs> being unfaithful is good for you. You ever have fruit? You ever have vegetables? That's what it's like to cheat on your girlfriend. You ever have fruit? You ever have vegetables? <clears throat> That's what it's like to cheat on your girlfriend. Ladies that and gentlemen. Is, uh, so yeah, today's podcast brother. is just going to be an in-depth anal analysis of yes. Pat Doyle's psyche. Pat Doyle, friend of the show. Um, <laughs> so That's my brother. He went down to Florida. I wasn't invited. With his girlfriend and his other friends and their girlfriends, even though my one friend... His girlfriend friend, was standing next to him Okay, for that I, I yeah. wanted to clarify that. Yeah, 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 my, yeah. my one friend, Austin, who clearly doesn't have a girlfriend, he was also <laughs> invited for some reason. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. Jealous. Vince wasn't uh, invited. Yeah, Vince, uh, you know. Whatever. No, I was invited. I just couldn't go. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, uh, how's it feel, buddy? No, but seriously, that's my brother. <laughs> he was down the uh, down the shore. He was in Florida, and he was interviewed. It was by, the shore. He was interviewed <laughs> by a TikToker. No, that's the beach down there. And the TikToker, if you notice by the clip, has a horrific laugh. It's like a. <laughs> it's like a cackle. It's like one of those man on the street videos. Yeah, man on the street. And uh, my brother was blind drunk, I would assume, because if you look at the video, which we will post on the <clears throat> From the Newsweeds Twitter account a little later tonight, with or without Pat's permission, um, he looks like I mean, he's, it's already out in the public, so you might as well. Right. He looks like he's blind drunk. He's not proud of this moment? No, uh, I think he he's extremely is. proud of it. Okay. No, he's Let's very, be honest. So, so Pat, the way he is with his girlfriend, especially when he's drunk, he'll just say shit. Yeah, he'll just and say random. she doesn't random. care. She knows he's just being an idiot. Yeah, I mean, she'll cry. So he does that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. It's I mean, very normal. I mean, they were just they were just <laughs> fucking with this TikTok interviewer anyway. No, I'm sure they were, but I mean, you ever have fruit? You ever have vegetables? That's what it's like to cheat on your girlfriend. First of all, what if you don't <laughs> like fruit or vegetables? Well, then it's bad. Yeah, but then it, that's, it's that's bad. what he was saying. That was the whole point. I don't think that was the point. No, yeah, yeah. the point was that it was it's good for no, you. No, 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 no. Yeah, like, that was the point. Thank you, because no, my, no, 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 no. my brother's a big fan of fruits and vegetables. I was uh, trying to spin it to make to have him look better. You I know? know, but I mean, there is no <laughs> way he's going to look good from that one. But it, it, I'm proud of him nonetheless. Uh, I'm really excited that he's my brother and not somebody else. Put it that way. I, I think it was a good moment for him to finally go viral. And honestly, I think he, he chose. Went viral. Wait, so this was a viral moment? I, I don't know if it was viral. <laughs> I mean, last I checked, the video had three likes, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it so was. This isn't and a, it, the guy posted on YouTube instead of like TikTok or something. Yeah. So that's just dumb on the guy's part. So this isn't a notable channel then? I don't know. I I'm mean, the sure. guy had like 2,000 followers I checked. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. notable, you know, for being blind drunk outside I'm of a unfamiliar, bar. I'm unfamiliar with uh, how popular a man on the street guy on YouTube is. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, I mean, there's millions of them. So, so that was exactly a, that when I when I found out about that, um, I was very excited, and I was like, you know what, we have to give my brother props on the show, and I'm glad you all listened. Oh, can he come back? Can Pat and, come back? Absolutely. Yeah, I miss Pat. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure you do. It's all it's all up to him, though. I mean. But let's get back. He doesn't to, like Seamus Let's that get much? back to yeah. the issue, to the real issue at hand. Wait, do you like your brother? Do I like? My, yeah, of course I like my brother. Does he like you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> That's a no. No, we, no, we have a good relationship. It's um, sometimes, you know, it's, it's like a it's like a fair weather brother kind of thing. No, I mean, like all in all, <laughs> we're close, and like he texts me every day to make sure I'm alive. I'm pretty sure. Which in reality, it should <laughs> be the opposite. You guys don't live together anymore. No, nah. he moved out because he wanted to be closer to work and his girlfriend and his, okay. you know, temple and all that. And you know, whatever. And Vince, get away from Seamus. Vince, what's yeah. your what's your read? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think uh, Seamus and Pat love each other, brotherly love. Yeah, Aww. we love each other very much. Um, he's okay. a city of brotherly love. Yeah, and sisterly affection. No, but uh, <laughs> I, I do want to start the show though. Now that felt nice. so creepy. Yeah, that felt, uh, yeah, really, enough, that felt really weird. I would like to start enough, the show's uh, first topic, uh, Vince, if you don't mind. Uh, Nick Castellanos and Jim Salisbury got into a spat of sorts. 
and it's very weird, and the whole thing is weird on, on both sides. Jim Salisbury, after Nick Castellanos had another offer, said, quote, did you hear the booze to lead off, uh, to lead off the uh, interview portion <laughs> with the reporters, to which Castellanos was not very happy. At first, he responded something along the lines of, no, I went deaf or something, or no, I lost my hearing, to which Salisbury laughed. Um, but then it got contentious because... Somebody posted a heavily edited version of this, and when the full encounter was released, it painted a different story for both sides, and I think it made Salisbury look better, but most think it made Castellanos look better. Uh, so I would like to get uh, your you guys' uh, opinions on this one. Uh, well, I mean, it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't matter, but I mean, I, I just think that... <laughs> they Like you Salisbury to, already said they squashed it yesterday. No, they squashed, so. Of course they squashed it, but I'm saying uh, there was a lot of lot of discussion about this. I just, I thought it was very dumb for people to take like extreme sides in this. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, that in the long run, it didn't matter. They were both just two people that were frustrated with what was happening and with the team and with, the, with him specifically. But I got to be honest, man. <clears throat> I, I, I am less sympathetic towards a player who is stealing money from your organization at this point than towards yeah, a guy that I, is universally respected in that's his where no, I, I agree, but it's just like this whole thing is stupid. It's stupid, but I think. <laughs> but the reason why it's noteworthy and the reason why we should bring it up is because it was all Philly's Twitter was talking about for a good two, three days. Yeah, because they were losing. Yeah, I guess there was nothing good to talk. I, about. I guess that's why <laughs> so they, they, they turned out the worst possible thing they could talk they about. They just gotten swept by the lowly Cubs. Yeah. So yeah, I guess. But Vince, uh, whose side are you on? If you have a side. Uh, I mean, like you guys said, it's stupid. It's been squashed now, but, uh, for, I'm, I completely took Salisbury's side in this because, uh, in my opinion, and this is where I deviate from most people because most people say that the, did you hear the booze is a stupid rhetorical question. And I think people are either just acting dumb or they are just dumb and they can't read between the lines and see past like the wording of a question. That question clearly didn't only mean like, did you physically hear the booze? It, I think it was more leaning towards the, like, what did you think about the booze? And yeah, did he word it the other way? Sure. But like I can read between the lines and I figured that was what he meant. And Hey, listen, if you're going to be Nick Castellanos, and like you said, essentially be stealing a hundred million dollars from this organization to go out there and do nothing of use for the team like the least you can do is answer some tough questions sorry but if you're not going to do your job on the field do your job in the clubhouse and answer questions from the reporters without giving an attitude because when you're playing like shit mm. and not doing nothing to contribute like you got to do something to honor your contract man well listen at least be a man about it and kind of be an adult about it meaning you know where this guy's coming from you know where salisbury's coming from when he says did you hear the booze it's not a literal as you alluded to did you hear the booze it is what I... do you think about being so bad for four months out of the season so far and the fans starting to boo the shit out of you nightly because of it how does listen, that make you listen. feel and that's a Say fair question you can say it's looking for a reaction all you want, and it probably is, but that question was a does Nick Castellanos have thick skin question, and I think Nick Castellanos like, couldn't have looked any worse coming out of that because now it looks like he has extremely thin skin when it comes to this kind of stuff. But he, and it looks like if he gets booed again and questioned on it again, he'll throw another little hissy fit. And guess what, Nick? Keep playing the way you're playing. You're going to get booed every fucking night. But here's the thing. that like I get it, right? Like It's 
oh, he was just trying to get a reaction. But the 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 thing that I have the problem with is what is a journalist's or beat writer's job? Is it to ask questions for uh, a non-reaction? Like like I don't know. Like do like do people prefer athletes to go up there? Like what the hell is that guy's name? Uh, the, the who said uh, I'm only doing this so I don't get fined. What the hell Marshall, is that? Marshall, Marshall Lynch. Like the, is that what the people want? Do yes. they want Marshawn yes, Lynch? Yes. They, oh, that's what they want. It's they, funny. They, they it's funny. Hear, it's funny and it's memorable. No, they, they don't want to hear. It's literally. They hilarious. don't want to hear from the athlete because <clears throat> keep in mind you hear You're this the only all. One that cares. No, no, no. That's that's a a. Falsehood. Well, athletes, because also, this athletes is the also job. can't do that because they get fined. This is the job of a beat reporter. It is to to act <laughs> as a to act as I the fans. Baseball is boring. It, it is it is for the fans to get the answers out of these guys, <clears throat> not for them, not for clicks, but for the fans. That's what it's for. Because guess what? If it was us going in there, I would ask the same questions, except not in a very professional way. I would say, why do you fucking suck, Nick Castellanos, when you're Dude, getting paid all that's this why money? Never be that. Stop being a saying, baby. Saying he's saying he's looking for a reaction is the dumbest like excuse ever. Because like what the fuck else is a reporter or interviewer's exactly. job? Their job is to get a fucking answer. And like no one made Nick Castellanos react like a bitch. He didn't have to give a reaction. No, in fact, like, remember a, when Harper man. when Harper got booed on his first opening day after striking out three or four times, and he got booed. What did uh, I don't know if it was Salisbury, but it was one of the beat reporters said something along the same lines. How about them boos? Well, he had a great response to it. He literally just said, "I got to be better." Yeah, but why can't Castellanos give that same because, response? Because he doesn't. He never learned anything. He just hits baseballs. Yeah, and listen, he didn't uh, go to he school. He doesn't have a college degree. He just hits he baseballs. He just hits baseballs. But now he doesn't even <laughs> hit baseballs. So what does he do? So what does he what does he do besides get oh, dressed oh, up? Wait, wait. I know what he does. He doesn't catch one hoppers. He doesn't catch one hoppers. <laughs> so what does he do? He gets dressed up. He looks hot as fuck. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, Castellanos is a good-looking guy. But, like, that's all he is, is just a good-looking guy that puts on a baseball uniform. That's all Are he does. Are you sexualizing Nick Castellanos? Sure, he deserves to get sexual. If anybody <laughs> deserves to be sexualized, it is underperforming dickhead Nick Castellanos. If there it's is very, anyone. like... I thought you were trying to bag like his true. mom. You're not going to get in her pants this oh, way. Oh, <laughs> you let the cat out of the bag? I'm not going to make a comment. It's very traumatic to watch that like viral TikTok for, of Nick Castellanos from like last year where it's like a little highlight tape of him saying like he just imagines the ball is Rob Manfred's face and then getting <laughs> yeah. in that catcher's face when he got to home or the pitcher I but forget. I'll tell you what, like, he watching, must really love Rob Manfred now. But like watch yeah now he must but watching that like intense little you know 30 second highlight tape of his from last year and like looking at what he's done this year it really is like he's fucking defeating and of course he can turn it around hopefully it's not too late for that to happen. I don't think it is, but like it's, it's just annoying now to watch him go out there, play like shit in the field and at the plate and then like throw a hissy fit about a reporter's question. Like, yeah, I, I agree. So, but, so question, when does he blame the vaccine? Uh, I, uh, dude, I don't know, but I, if DD Gregorius <laughs> is going to blame the vaccine, I wouldn't be surprised if Nick Castellanos would uh, blame the vaccine. Uh, but Do you that think would, it's the vaccine Taylor? That would just be laughable. Maybe. <laughs> but you know Wait. what? Another devastating article came out today in the Inquirer. Wait, I believe but, but, it was the Inquirer. And it was his hitting coach, Nick Castellano's personal hitting instructor, who basically came out and said, yeah, he's struggling, but he's making himself worse by trying to rectify his struggles. It is a absolute nightmare on the Nick Castellano's front. But go ahead, Taylor. I, I want to know more about uh, Mrs. 
Cassianis. <laughs> uh, she follows the show on Twitter. So. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. She does. Wow. Well, she does. I mean, after all the shit talking, maybe not so much. How, how did this occur? She's just, just very active on Twitter, and every time his name's mentioned, she like will pop in. She, so she's like a, she she's like quote tweeted the Salisbury tweet and was like, "This is how I raised my son." Like blah blah blah. Like oh. I'm glad he reacted. She this went way after Michael like Barkan on Twitter. We yeah. got we got a Mrs. Durant case over here. Then yeah, we should right? also we would also be doing ourselves a disservice to not talk about the Matt Gleb versus uh, Gelb. whoever Gelb. Yeah. I forget her name. Jamie Apody. Matt Gelb. Apody. Yeah, that. That whole Man, you guys are terrible at names. Yeah, I don't. I forget. But that was the weirdest interaction like I've seen. And that dude is a fucking weirdo. Well, yeah, that was very bizarre. It, it was very bizarre. And listen, he like called her a disgrace of a human. Well, there's guys like who I have a lot of respect for. Like fucking like, relax. Like, like Kevin Kincaid from Crossing Broad. I think he does a great job. I'm a big fan of Kevin's. But he basically wrote in an article on Crossing Broad that it was way too much of a reach. And it was pretty much uncalled for for people to be saying that it was sexist of Matt Gelb to go after Jamie Apodi when I believe no, was it? I, no, I believe that it was. No, I, yeah, I, 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 I definitely believe it I, was. I, I believe that yes, I believe that if Jamie Apodi was a man, that 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 would oh, have oh. never been said by Matt Gelb ever. I thought you were. I thought you were saying you agreed that it was a reach. No, but I'm saying. No, it wasn't a reach. I agree that it was like no, he it was hundred percent sexist. Yeah. yeah, he would not have came in another dude like that. No, he would. De- all right, put put it this way: if if Deuces Rogers uh, did the exact same thing, or Jess Skaversky did the exact same thing, do you think that this would be a thing with Matt Gelb? Because I don't. I really, no, really it, don't. And even if he did make a comment, he would not have been nearly as aggressive as he was. No, you're a disgrace, like that kind of shit. Uh, well, Jamie Apodi's a disgrace, and he said, come talk to me. I'm at the ballpark, like almost challenging a yeah, woman to uh, a fight, if you really want to read into it. it the whole thing I, is messy. It was messy. very bizarre. Very bizarre and messy. Very and strange behavior. And as she said, the network decides when to send her. Like, it's not even up to her. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's there's, just there's, weird. This is like a whole different topic. We were talking about, like, people not knowing, you know, beat writers' jobs. And this is just a little shift, and we'll get in the Eagles more later. But I was defending my boy ESP on Twitter because oh he simply well, he sucks. T- the newly married si- ESP, by the way, he simply he take tweeted his, uh, out wife's name. Yeah, I'm sure. He simply tweeted out Jalen Hurts' stats from the pro- first camp practice, which is like his job to do. And there were a million of these comments, but I saw one guy commented like, "You know what you're doing by sharing these stats." Like, well, to be fair, like, your your boy your boy does have somewhat of a track record to be a you know a, a, a brown noseman to to the organization. He hated Carson Wentz. Yeah, so I don't like, know where that. No, goes. but like he does have a little Dave Spadaro in him. Let's put it that way. Listen, all I know is I listen to like a lot of his content, and I I like him, but that's beyond the point. Big, this big dude's ESP like fanboy over here. Oh, I thought you were gonna this say dude, he's a big guy because he's very very short. Oh, he's very no, tiny. Very tiny, very tiny little man. Pequeno, how are you? He's commenting like you need to stop like posting this. Like, bro, that's like his fucking job. Well, Vince, like, what do you mean, Vince? Listen, I'm not going to feel bad for Elliot Short Parks until he <laughs> has Mike Butts absolutely destroying him and his mentions on a nightly basis. Because I was through hell. I don't feel bad bro, for ESP. Has- like a million Mike Butts in his comments. Yeah, every no, day. but it, that yeah, comes but he doesn't the acknowledge them because he's smart. That comes well, with yeah. the territory. Well, well, I mean, listen, well, as as a as a radio personality myself, I mean, I get a lot a lot of hate. I guess we can just sneak in. Like, I don't want to spend. Listen, we're not camp guys. I mean, I am a camp guy. But we're not a camp podcast. I'll tell you what, that, that was uh, to, what real quick. Well, I love camping. We could do a camping uh, podcast. No, I was I was going to bring that up. 
Listen, I, I, I hate the, one of the reasons why I quit the, the Boy Scouts when I was a wee blow was because I did not enjoy camping. The least shocking thing I've I heard today. I hated camping. <laughs> Seamus the Boy Scout. Oh my God, it was hard. I was a Boy I was Scout a Cub all the way Scout. through. Hey, damn it, I was a Cub Scout. I was okay? an Eagle Scout. And I quit because I said enough of these. How old? I was probably 12, 13. I was a wee blow. I don't remember what age I was when I was a wee that's literally, blow. That's literally what they're called, wee blows. Yeah, what a is a wee blow? <laughs> it is a, uh, some it's sort the highest of, level of Cub Scouts. It's, it's, it's a like sexual the, innuendo. It's the 33rd degree Freemason of the Cub Scouts. Did, did you see, did you see the doc that's coming out? The mm-hmm. doctor? The doc? The doc? The diggy diggy doc, y'all. No? What are you talking about over there? <laughs> is it a Boy Scout documentary? Molesting. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Pat I Pat. never did. Thankfully, I, I never got know. molested. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> vol- I'm not wanting you to volunteer, such. I'm no, just, no, no. I mean, no, my, my scoutmaster is the one that like got me my job and shit. Like he's yeah, the yeah. Well, you had to pay a price, I'm sure. But all that being said, no. No? Okay, relax. The fact that you're so <laughs> defensive is just absolutely insane. I, I was smiling the whole time. Oh my god, we gotta no. get Oprah in here. No, but all that being said, I am not oh, come on. I am not a camp guy uh, as far as as far as the Eagles go. Dr. Phil in here. No. Take a seat. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris That's Hansen. You get, yeah, you got yeah, Chris Hansen. You got to get Chris Hansen. Um, uh, well, you know, whatever. But yeah, I, I am not a big <laughs> training camp guy. Don't Are you still upset about, about Chris Hansen? <laughs> I mute all of the Eagles beat writers during this time. Why? Because I get my information from Bell and the Birdman, which I have yeah. been listening to a lot lately. Uh, before, I had no interest in the show. And that is nothing against John Bartrand <laughs> and Vince Quinn. It's just like every time I thought about the Eagles, I got mad because there's so many sycophants. Like, there's so many Eagles sycophants. And there isn't with the Phillies? No, and I'm one of the, obviously, the ones with the Phillies. But, like, it's just like, I got no expectations for the Eagles, and I think it should be like that. But, Vince, you wanted to uh, meander onto a different topic, and now oh, is your I was chance. Just gonna, I was just real quick going to say, like, I mean, Jalen Hurts seems to be playing good. And, listen, I think that uh, camp only matters for a quarterback. Like, Jalen Hurts playing good isn't, like anything to like write home about necessarily, but it's, it's good because if he was playing bad, it would be something noteworthy. So he's peasy. Apparently he looks really good. He made a, a bunch of nice throws. So yeah, be it. But uh, in my opinion, Jalen hurts can't lose at all in training camp with, with the diehard, like Eagles fans, because, no, because it, dude, no, that's not true. Shamus, no, Shamus. Because if he, are, if he fails, if he fails, they'll be like, well, it's training camp. You're, you're overlooking the fact that a large population of our fan base fucking hates and wants him to fail. I know. Uh, John Bartrand uh, posted a qu- clip earlier saying that you're going to have people calling for Gardner Minshew. Uh, but yeah. he thinks that it's going to happen, Taylor, if I'm not wrong, before training camp ends. Yeah. That is bizarre. That's a wild take. That's a wild take, but I can totally see it. It's Philadelphia. It's- Come on. This is the point. It's Philadelphia. People like calling for Minshew yes. or him yeah. actually taking over? No, no, no. People... Fans still calling oh, for yeah, Minshew. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. basically, that, that, that is see. the take. That I can see. I thought, I thought he was saying that no, Minshew no, 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 would no, take no, over no, no, before no. training camp. I was no, like, what basi- the fuck? Basically what, J- basically, what JB was saying. <laughs> I thought John to, had lost some to, marbles to, a little to bit. To paraphrase, and Taylor, correct me if I'm wrong. He's going to say, uh, there's going to be people that start tweeting, Gardner Minshew looked good with the first team. Uh, and like people are just going to Jalen like, Rager look phenomenal. Yeah, again. The, like they're just going to drop like <laughs> subtle like Gardner Minshew. Like, oh my God, he's the guy. He's the guy. I want. Well, him. did you see how he came into training camp? It was actually pretty sick. Uh, th- th- did he do the, the converted? Uh, the, the, no, was no. it better than the Aaron Rodgers? That well, was that was sick. No, that was no, sick. Was, I'm yeah. saying I'm not saying like how he was dressed. Ooh. I'm just saying he. Literally came, pulled up to training camp in the bus that he had been living in for the past five yeah, months. Yeah, I saw that he lived in like I a thought it was bus. hilarious. Yeah, because he literally just looked like a hobo. Is Howie Roseman or Jeffrey Lurie rather pay, not like not paying him to have a home? 
Like, is it well, that Well, no, he rough? just wanted to do that. Yeah, he just wanted to live in a bus. He's just one of those guys, you know? If that is not white privilege, I, I don't know <laughs> what is. Just to be able to, hey, listen, I'm $50 billion rich. I can live in a bus if I want. He's only making like 10 mil, probably. Uh, only 10 mil. What a white ri- privilege response to that, Patrick. <laughs> that is just... Um, <laughs> but, uh, Speaking of white privilege, Vince Lebiondo. Like- like the points you just made, uh, Jalen has white privilege as a quarterback. I, I, no, 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 no. Back to the camp. As a quarterback <laughs> in general, you really have nothing to gain and everything to lose in camp. So, like, he's playing good and it means nothing right now. But if he played bad, it would mean everything. And like I said, half the fan base hates him. And if he played bad in camp, half the fan as soon as he played bad in camp, no, wait, give them ammo. wait, wait a minute. Do you, do you actually believe that fifty percent of the entire fan base hates Jalen Hurts? Yes, I actually think fifty percent is a solid number. Yeah. Wow, I, I don't know if I buy that. Look, I know look there's under a lot of any, hate. Listen, dude, look under, literally, look under that tweet I was just talking about on e, by ESP. I, I get it's he, Twitter. Twitter is not real. He he tweeted out <laughs> the Rob. numbers without any like any buy any like comment, just straight up the stats. And half the comments were like, but Vince, "This means nothing. We'll see what he does in the game." But bitch, you're gonna get like, trolls. You have trolls everywhere, dude. I, I just think that Twitter represents the minority, dude. They honestly no. Man. I mean, most of the things I see on Twitter is people posting that they're excited for Hertz. But yeah, then I, he's he's right though. If you go in the replies, it's all people replying that, like, "Yeah, fuck this guy." And I'm like, not denying that there are this Galen guy's gonna Hertz suck. Can't that, wait till mid shoot. Like literally, can't wait till mid Go get Jimmy G. Like shit there like that. are. I'm not denying that, Jay, that there's Jalen Hurts haters for the record. I, I know don't there have are. to like, I don't have to worry about this anymore with Maxi because he's there. But I literally think, like, obviously we have talents to come in the Philly like Embiid that are just great from the jump. But I don't think oh, I've right. ever wanted two players to be like good more than Tyrese Maxi and Jalen Hurts just because I like am obsessed with both of them like as people. Like, yeah. Tyrese Maxi's just like a uh, just got a bubbly personality. He's likable. He's awesome. And then like Jalen is just like. He seems like the most humble, He's like hardworking, willing to put in the work kind of guy. Like hey, I Vince. just, I want both of them to succeed so bad. Hey Vince, you know who's on that list for me? Slowly but surely, the no. shortstop of the Philadelphia Phillies of the future, Mister Bryson Stott. He's slowly yeah, he's go, getting into the maxi territory almost for me because he's, he's lovable. Great, the shortstop to me is the most important position so not, on a baseball not, team. Not Alec Boom. No, not Alec Boom. <laughs> I listen. Well, we should do. Do a quick hard transition back into the Phillies just to talk real quick because, like, things Ooh, about, like, you know, Phillies stops talk. playing great and you had a good idea with, you know, uh, Boom, like, leading off because Boom <laughs> is just constantly uh, hitting and getting singles and doing what he does. Yeah, and, and I get, by the know, way, by the way, let, let me just tell you this. <laughs> that, that was my drunk voice. I, I, that's how I act when I'm drunk. Taylor just has no idea what's happening. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's I, not I know how he acts yeah. when he's drunk. <laughs> he, he gets very touchy feely. I'm just saying. <laughs> listen, and I've only experienced Seamus like maybe three or four beers deep. Uh, okay, I, so I've been getting killed by my friends for like <laughs> what? basically saying that. Oh, Alec Bohm only hits singles, which is a fact. I mean, it is a, a undeniable. A oh my god, when he hits one double, now he's a double machine. Fuck you, Seamus. That's what somebody said in the group chat. Fuck you, Seamus. Uh, Alec. It's funny to mess with No, it's not messing with me. No, it is not. Listen, there are Philadelphia Phillies fans. It's a joke. There are Philadelphia Phillies fans that are so naive, so dumb when it comes to sports. I'm not saying overall as a person, but there are people that are so dumb when it comes to sports because they're blinded by their love of players. And you have to be objective about players. 
I'm objective about every single player on this on this Philadelphia oh Phillies roster. Am I happy Even for Bryce Alec Harper? Boehm that he's hitting for a high average? Absolutely. Am I also wrong for saying that he's been a singles hitter the entire year? No. Both can be true. What also can be true, that he gets power, that he finds power, and you see flashes, you see doubles, you see power alley potential with this guy. He's a 6'5", third baseman, a third baseman, a first baseman means they are power hitting players. Alec Bohm so far has not stop, been though? a has not been a consistent power hitter. But didn't he grow up a shortstop? And, and aren't they supposed to be little single hitters? Pat, I grew up a second <laughs> baseman, and I'm I work oh, at a pizza here we shop. Go. Listen, I I agree with what you're saying because like you obviously have to keep a hope that Boom, you know, eventually develops power. And I mean, mm-hmm. listen, if Castellanos was performing. It would be a little less like necessary because you'd have power coming from, and if Bryce is healthy, because you'd have power coming from Bryce, the outfield basically. Uh, but right now, Boehm is what he is, and I do agree. Like I think, make he he's in third in the lineup tonight, which is good. But like you, they might need to look into him leading off. Like I mean, it'd be, it would be great this, just because I, I've been saying this. It, it'd be great. Yeah. No, I, and I've agreed with you the whole time. It'd be great because As, literally, if he hits a little single. And Schwarber comes up and hits a home run instead of it just Thank being one you. run, it's two. Thank you. Like, it's that, very like, simple. Like, the one time friend of the show, Mike Johnson, actually makes sense is when he agrees with me <laughs> on leading off Alec Bohm. You yeah, have I mean, to do it. The, he only as, makes as sense when he agrees with Seamus, by Correct. the way. As I'm looking at the TV right now, it says Alec Bohm in his last 22 games is hitting 420, uh, which is nice. you know, yeah. an awesome yeah, nice. yeah, and they're Sweet. all singles. Sick. I mean, there's one double, <laughs> no, but, yeah, but I'm all saying singles. that's why he should That's why he should lead off. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Wait, so Hoskin or Hoskow <laughs> oh, about tell, Alec you know Bohm? What, you know what? Honestly, if you want to get me on Reese Hoskins' topic, no, I, no, know, I, know, asking... I know what. I'm not stupid, dude. I know what he's referring to. Am I Hoskin or am I Hoskin out on Alec Boehm? Yeah. I'm Hoskin. Uh, of course I'm Hoskin on a player that's hitting over 400. Are you Stin or are you Stout? I'm on a... Stout. What? <laughs> I, oh, my God. I'm, I'm in on Bryson Stout. He's a rookie. Does he frustrate me because he looks like he can't hit major league pitching half the time? Yes. Right. But when he finds, when he barrels up the baseball, I'm saying there is a good hitter inside of him. Reese Hoskin or Reese Hoskout? Oh, get him the fuck off of my team A month ago, now, you month wanted ago, to adopt him. No, 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 no. Him. A month ago, I was trying to, like, maybe... Vince, like, help me out, please. That, that he was Hoskins trying to embrace him. It. But, but no, Listen, he, Hoskins, he disappoints uh, us again and again, Vince, year help. after year. Reese Hoskins <laughs> is a losing player. There is no it's doubt a, about it. It's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster yeah, with yeah, Hoskins. Yeah, but, yeah, but oh, guess what? Good God. players are not roller coasters. No, unless, Seamus, I'm agreeing uh, with you. I'm agreeing with you. Unless you're Terrell Owens. That, I mean, then you're I'm, a roller coaster for or Antonio Brown. He's a roller coaster, but he's a good No, make Vince yell louder at his house. Please don't I'm wake up your poor mother. You. <laughs> She's up, watching the Young and the Restless. I don't know your mother's schedule. <laughs> She's watching the Young and the Restless right. on the DVR. No, but I'm 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 defending you. Recent Hoskins is too CBS. much of a roller coaster. He'll have a good couple weeks and then a he terrible. Couple weeks. Shut up, mom! I'm giving takes. Hey, hey, Vince, Vince and Taylor. Taylor he understands. Pat, the Pat knows. Like, <laughs> see, one thing about Illyrius, like he's actually like in like intelligent. Like he knows where I'm coming from, so I don't have to look at him. Also. Bothers me because it's an obstruction. Well, he's your view. best friend, so I hope so. <laughs> yeah, our best friend, you know. I'm not going to say Pat's dumb, but that doesn't make him intelligent just because he knows how you are. <laughs> sure, he's one of my best friends. Yeah, but no. Oh. Yeah, one of them. Well, he's not my best friend. So. Yeah, I mean, I've known this. Only prep guys are my best friends. <laughs> the computers. 
But in all seriousness, <laughs> Reese Hoskins. Listen, just because you can't send an email doesn't mean you have to shame him. Reese Hoskins hurts you more than he helps you. There is no <laughs> doubt in my mind. Taylor, do me a favor. Go up, on, pull up my Twitter account real quick on no. your phone. No, no, seriously. Look up my pinned tweet. Reese Hoskins hurts you, and this is Reese Hoskins related. He hurts you more than he helps you throughout the course of a Major League Baseball season, and the only defense of him by everybody who is a boot-licking maniac for this guy because he has a puppy and his wife is a you know, socialist. Uh, the only, she's hot. The, no, she isn't. The only... <laughs> Only uh, uh, defense that Hoskins gets Anything from else these people you take out? are, oh, he has a high OPS. Oh, he hits 30 homers a Dog's year. Dog's ugly. But, dude, he runs into homers because he's strong, not because he's talented. Like, every, bro- every broken clock is right three times a day or whatever. But what, if, what if he was stronger? That would be worse because then the hand-eye coordination goes down because of the math. We've, we've oh, said on like this podcast before about we saw in this podcast before about like his unwarranted fan base and like it, they constantly prove again how like strong of a weird fan base they are it's a cult there's no doubt in my mind that's a cult if, that that is a cult if, if reese hoskins walked into this room right now what would you say to him? i certainly wouldn't ask him for an autograph maybe a picture yeah you would you would no, totally. I, I would totally. Oh, you would melt. No, I would not. You melt. would melt. I would melt for Vince, Reese fucking Hoskins. We need to, to get Reese I, on the I show. I hate Reese Hoskins. <laughs> Vince, help I me almost out. did. I almost did re- meet Reese Hoskins uh, two years ago on New Year's Day, but he uh, was hiding and avoiding fans. And yeah, I got a I mean, imagine I, being Reese Hoskins and trying to avoid fans. Like imagine instead, that. You met Kingery, didn't you? Scott yeah. yeah, that's unfortunate. Scott Kingery's hot. I mean, at least he was nice. Also, he's a young king or a short king. That's how what I how long say. do you go without sexualizing somebody? He's a short king. Well, to be fair, O'Leary's the one that sexualized the uh, Hoskins' wife first, not me. But oh, it was know, just to get you going. If you want to go on down that rabbit hole, <laughs> but no, seriously, I, I'll, I'll take my melatonin and I'll calm down for a second. Uh, Reese Hoskins what? is not <laughs> helping your team. Are you and, still ripping two vapes? And you should trade him while he has some value because he hits home runs. Trade him for a starting pitcher. You could have traded him for Andrew Benintendi, who the Yankees acquired That's for. That's not a real person. The Yankees acquired. <laughs> it is. The Yankees is getting vaccinated. Not. He's only getting vaccinated because Taylor, he's, he's going one, to the Yankees. How, wait a minute. That's, how are you in this business? That's not a real person. I, I, a lot of people criticize me. Oh, Seamus doesn't know sports. But, but guess what? Yeah. This guy is one of the best hitters in the league right now, okay? He, he's, been, he's a veteran guy with the Red Sox, the Royals, and now the Yankees. And this team could use him. So what would this you, team so could use question. him. Though, where would you put him? You would put him in center field, dude. Throw him in dude. center. What do you think? What do you think? Matt Veerling deserves a roster spot. No, no, no. Spot? I'm just saying because, like, obviously he's a left oh fielder. Oh my god, wait. Can like, we please? That's another like, weird I, cult, by wait, the way. Wait. The weird cult that Matt Veerling fans are fucking weird. <laughs> Can we please talk about my favorite thing that come out of the Phillies this week was uh, when they asked the players who their favorite player was <laughs> and who and Odubel Herrera <laughs> said another abuser in Jose Reyes. Yeah. Who's like only a couple years <laughs> older than him. He's only 11 peers. years older than him. <laughs> J-Roll no, was like in Odubel, the minors dude, when, when <laughs> DD was growing up. O- how does Odubel not know how to read the room on that, dude? Because like, he's, he's a fucking moron. Abuser. He's a moron. Well, dude, listen. I, have you have not noticed that he's a complete and total moron yet? I mean, it's not like there's not... Girlfriend, so yeah. It, yeah. I, like, like, I saw somebody on Twitter saying, well, dude, like, because he's... Uh, Jose Reyes is also Latino. But guess what? <laughs> Everybody in Major League Baseball is Latino. Like, literally, literally, literally everyone that would, is. 
that would be like if a football player right now got arrested for beating his girlfriend, came back into the league a couple years later, and when asked who his favorite player growing up was, he's like, man, I really admired Ray Rice. Yeah, I mean, like, it's OJ the same Simpson. thing. Big like, OJ guy. But it's so that would, that would just brand. be a terrible look. It's just oh, so yeah, on brand for a double. Yeah, I thought that was funny. He's just a dumb um, guy. One I think other, I think like, Didi major... was just trying to pander to fans because everybody yeah, hates probably. him right now, and he didn't realize he was being a complete and total. <laughs> I'll tell you what, moron. he certainly doesn't have to pander to NBC Sports Philadelphia. I'll, I'll because tell you this what, this guy flied out to left field and they kept replaying it as if it was like some unbelievable thing. That well, they he were probably trying to make sure Cruck wasn't choking on something and they had to probably. play something. Well, you know, I'm getting I'll tell you what, he Kruk. certainly. He certainly didn't learn a, anything in the locker room from teammate Bryce Harper on how to pander successfully. Yeah. Bryce might be Bryce is one of the goats of pan, uh, pandering. His yeah. obsession with the fanatic is a little strange. I will say that. Well, like, he's he, totally. But, uh, it's, it's called pandering, dude. Yeah, you just true. don't understand yeah, exactly. it. That's he's, true. He's the greatest of all time. Um, this is the other like major topic I had written down to talk about today. And again, it's something we're late on. But oh, let me check my bear notes. with us. It's been a little bit. Um, but what do you guys think? Obviously, I, I'm not breaking any news here, but I'll just summarize it real quick. So, breaking news! I don't even know if you could hear it over. It's raining sideways. What was it last week? Uh, the Sixers come out and they announced that they? they are looking into a move to uh, the fashion district uh, <sighs> down in Center City. It's the gallery. Uh, One point two. Yeah, or the gallery. A one point two billion dollar, I think it was, uh, stadium. Billion. Which will be privately funded. Awesome. And uh, obviously, people had a lot of takes varying. Oh, from, you know, I gotta sit in traffic. Oh no, I gotta sit in traffic. Fuck you, sit in traffic. Well, see, I'm gonna be honest. Two things with it. I wouldn't mind it if Septa didn't suck ass. But Septa's gonna. Well, and Septa's I wouldn't gonna mind it if adjust. it wasn't gonna destroy uh, Chinatown. Destroy Chinatown. Do you home. know what this happened my... with DC? Uh, this isn't D.C. Do you know what happened with D.C.? What though? happened to Chinatown in D.C.? So they put a, what almost exactly. What did Bradley exactly Beal do to Chinatown? <laughs> everything. <laughs> um, so they pretty much did exactly what <laughs> the Sixers are planning to do. Yes. And they put it like smack dab in the middle or like a block away from Chinatown. Okay. And all the businesses around there got bought up because right. people wanted to be right near this attraction. <clears throat> and. Instead of having Chinese-owned businesses, the population went from something like uh, eight thousand to three hundred okay, well, Chinese people in Chinatown, and it's called number, gentrification. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, it's just okay. it's, it's terrible because because well, I mean Chinatown just doesn't gone care then. about Chinese businesses. I, I'm not and particularly. I mean, I don't not you don't like Chinatown. I'm sure I like Chinatown. Karaoke's fun, but oh, wow. uh, but I'm just saying. Listen. Hey, listen, dude. Oh, capitalist it, pig, you're, you're, you're taking you're taking away a cultural center for a lot of people, and that's kind of fucked but up. But it's not even in Chinatown. It'd there be like, we it'd go. Be like, <laughs> it's not. Do you not listen to what Pat was just saying? <laughs> I literally just perfectly explained it to you. I mean, I just disagree. It's literally two blocks away from Chinatown. All right, dude. But dude, that's I, gonna destroy Chinatown. Pat, you could have said it's gonna kill all the Asian people, <laughs> and he would still but not I change still his mind. I still don't understand I, why it's bad. Yeah. No, how are the Seventy Sixers going to kill Chinese people? I don't understand what's <laughs> happening here. This doesn't because make the NBA any sense. hates China. That's yeah. why it's happening. Yeah, yeah sure. Daryl Moore actually <laughs> hates China, so maybe I have, have I have two takes like about this in total. And do any the of them have anything to do with like Chinese people? <laughs> because that's like hold the on. first one I ever hold heard. On, Hold on. You didn't see well, that the the Chinese, literally the Chinese, like whatever it is in Philly, it's like the. Uh, how I many think, people are on that board? What? <laughs> like how many signatures did they get? Nah, it's all right. I didn't even want to share my. my go ahead, take, guys. Well, hold on. Well, I have to educate Seamus. Goddamn studio for once. <laughs> no, he I'll doesn't care. He doesn't myself. care. 
Nothing right. he says is going to change his mind. First and foremost, Seamus said something about SEPTA being asked, and that would make it better. My first take is we have no idea what the city will look like by the time it's it even happens. Uh, it's eight years away, obviously. The city will look a lot different, and I'll get more into that in a second. But my second take yeah, is I would put ball, all the money— I would put all the money in the world on this doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean I, the I Phillies try to do the exact same thing. Yeah, CBT, I don't CBT think it's, blew up. Yeah, because I, I and Dan brought yeah, up a good point because happen. of electrical underneath. Yeah, where every, like there's so much shit relying on what's underneath with the electricity. Well, that and, I could get behind. Not that Chinese people hate the Sixers. I mean, I don't. I don't understand that. I really don't. No, get just it. just let them run with. No, that, seriously, yeah. I, I don't understand it. Yeah, you're not supposed to. All right. But Vince, your your point is well taken. I I don't I think there's a strong possibility. Seamus Seamus gave himself a mustache and became like a, a, like a xenophobic uh, capitalist. How is that xenophobic to for me to believe that Chinese people don't care that the Sixers that's are going to play? It, it feels it's weird when you say Chinese people. <laughs> yeah, too. Right, that's why do you true. think I mean, they, Why do you think the people that run Chinatown are literally immediately wrote a letter opposing this? But but why do they oppose it? Because it's going to ruin their businesses. The entire point of Chinatown is to have businesses owned by Chinese people. Is the NBA like, season why, twelve months out of the year? Why would they? Why would they sell their businesses? Wouldn't their businesses pick? I'm not agree. I'm just honestly asking. A no, no, no they would be, be forced shit. out essentially because people would try to forced buy out. up and develop the area around it more. How do you know that though? Because like, it's exactly it's what happened in DC. American capitalism. But, but what do you exactly mean? What's gonna have? It's but, called literally gentrification. But, same thing, but, but except with the, Chinese people. But what if the <laughs> businesses in Chinatown flourish as a result of this? They might. People but there's already also love the chance going to that Chinatown. It probably won't. Seamus, history is saying that's not usually the case. That's so the point. It's going to get bought up for all these. You know how you were talking about how there's going to be 30 parking garages? Where are they going to put them? Okay. so is They're it, probably going to fucking buy up little businesses in Chinatown, so, level yeah, an okay, entire but block, their and put a fucking parking garage in. They they're going to pay they for also, it, aren't they? Oh, my they're God. They're going to get money for it. That's not the point. They, What's the point? You're destroying I mean, tradition. But I mean, That's a right, capitalist whatever. take, Seamus. That is Yeah, holy shit. Whatever, dude. I just don't think that... Well, has I think the parking, traction. the parking, there's already a bunch of parking garages or in the area. They could just buy those up or like come to a handshake deal with the city so that they aren't able to like jack the prices up like a million percent because they like know they can. So oh, I mean, that's would. a possibility. I, I, I just don't think that like that's like that big of a deal. Like, I, Listen, I just don't. I'm trying to like, I would hope it. Listen, if it's going to destroy Chinatown, I'm, I'm against it. And I was against it. If it's it, going like, to it destroy Chinatown, everyone is against it. But I don't, I don't think You're that. Not. No, but I don't, I don't think it's going to destroy Chinatown. I think that they could benefit <laughs> look at, from look it. Look at DC. I think they could benefit from it. Look at the population of Chinese people in Chinatown and DC now. It went from about 8,000 to 300. So why did the Sixers even choose to propose this? Didn't they think about Be- it? Do you know why? Because Josh Harris wants to fucking build this, have the team evaluation go through the roof, and sell the team immediately yep. after. Well, I also because he wants to make he's, he's a fucking businessman. He wants to sell the team at its highest point so he can make a shit ton of money on it and not have to keep dumping money into it. All right. Well, well I maybe, maybe I'm wrong about this. <clears throat> I didn't realize that the- Chinatown was going to explode if this happened. I did not realize this- that. This might be the tinfoil hat take here, but I did see someone else say too, like this might be one of those moves where Josh Harris proposed this location, kind of knowing it wouldn't work out, just so they could be like, "All right, well, we tried. We're going to Camden." Yep, that's what I think. Well, maybe that'll happen. But um, I tell also, myself you know, that but, but like my only take on this is, I think that there were. By the way, the majority of the people that were against this did not cite Chinatown. They were liberal. Yeah, white, but that was one of the best. 
reasons yeah, I yeah, saw personally. That wasn't the majority of the people at there all. We go. In fact, the majority of them were white people that were going to be inconvenienced because they had to drive a little farther and that they would be stuck in a little bit more traffic to go to a Sixers game. I say to those people, fuck you and figure it out. That I, I have no sympathy for anybody like That's that. That's because you don't drive. Yeah. And what no. if they did that to the Phillies? If they I would in fact I was in, well, actually, you don't drive. Huge so. support of yeah. the uh, Citizens Bank Park Listen, being built near the why, New Daily News. This is uh, why it's news. privileged non-driver Seamus' point is, of view. Yeah, yeah, you're so privileged if you can't afford a car. This is why it's way that. too early to make the call because in eight years, like, who knows what SEPTA will be like? Maybe it'll be improved. Maybe it'll be a little bit <laughs> yeah, better. Say, okay. Who knows? I mean, at this point, I don't even know. It's eight years. Like, yeah, but it's also been, be it's also been like ten years since New York has been like a million miles ahead of us in public transportation, and they just keep getting better every year, and we've done nothing. And, and they're they not even like, that good. And they have like uh, yeah. two, and they have like two airplanes crash into like the World Trade Center. And they well, still that's not public transportation; that's they, private transportation. Yeah, but they still improved after two. Their skyline fell down. So that's a real indictment of the. All right, I don't know how we got to nine eleven, but anyway, like <laughs> it's always I, anytime New York is mentioned, it's gonna come. It's gonna come full circle on nine eleven. I see the pros. I see yeah. the pros and cons, and like I definitely get there are it. More pros uh, and cons. I, I feel like people are as far as I'm not talking about the Chinatown shit because that is the best like reason to oppose this. Yeah, and, and I, I think actually was else, like not aware that that was a thing. Like I, 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 I would, I would think, think that they would benefit from that. But I don't know anything. I, about I mean, there's a possibility. Well, could... I didn't know that Bradley Beal destroyed Chinatown in D.C. I didn't know that. Why? Actually, it was, it was Alex why, Ovechkin. Why, why would we want Bradley Beal or or, uh, or Alexander Ovechkin in it playing for uh, for our teams if that was the case? We don't. Yeah, right. I, I would take I Ovi. Think, like every, everything else is a little nitpicky. Um, like yeah, people. I do like also agree though. Like it, it's tradition to have all the teams down in South Philly, but also like I think people are just scared. Opinion. They're scared of they're scared of change. So like let's just see. And also like I feel like the Sixers moving would open up the Eagles to build a new stadium. It does. Uh, John Barshard said on the last episode of Bell and the Birdman. Go listen to that. Um, but I think that's a great like opinion because that 100 percent could happen. And I think that we're in the time now where Jeffrey Lurie wants a dome, wants to host a Super Bowl, all that, which would be fucking awesome. Speaking. Speaking of which, this is completely off topic. WWE WrestleMania is coming to Link in like 2024, and I fucking 100% go to that, even though I don't give a fuck about WWE. I also don't think, even if, like, obviously this this isn't going to be completed for a while, um, the Sixers stuff, but I, I it would be really, really sick if we had a Super Bowl here. Yeah, I agree with that. It would be really yeah. fucking dope. That's when you get a new stadium. Yep. It's pretty much guaranteed. No, I know. So Jeffrey Lurie's going to be open <laughs> to this idea of the 76ers moving to Center City. So he must be I a think horrible like, person, too. I think the, the concept of moving to Center City is cool. Obviously, again, it would be nice if it wasn't going to destroy Chinatown. Like, if that happened, that would really stink. But, like, I think just... In general, the concept of being in the city is awesome just because like you, like I people have made the point before. It's kind of annoying. Like after a game, the only option for your bar you have is really Xfinity Live. Like it would or be cool leaders. if like, for example, it would be cool if you moved <laughs> to somewhere leaders. down center city. And like I would love like, for example, I've never been there, but people rave about Fenway because like Fenway like around it is like. Like everything is Red Sox team. There's a shitload of Red Sox team bars. And that's what There's they like already announced business. that the Sixers were going to do. There's, There's going to be a bunch of team stores down there and bars, like Sixers themed bars and stuff like that. That's already in the proposed right. like plan. And like that would be that would be really cool. 
if they weren't like buying up all of Chinatown is what I'm saying. Like I would like that in general, like that would be very cool. Like to have a shitload of Sixers themed bars and small business shops selling like merch and like all that shit. Like, and then the stadium right there, it's just a tricky situation. And again, I truly don't think this is going to happen. And I, I know Taylor agrees with me and maybe it's tinfoil hat, but I really think this is a ploy for Josh Harris to be like, well, we tried <laughs> Camden. Here we come. Yeah. And, and that that's a very, Po- that's a big possibility. Yeah, whatever the snakiest outcome, it's probably the truth. No, I Harris. do have a, I have like a question uh, that kind of entails from this conversation. And this goes back to, um, I think that I remembered this debate. We had it after Heinz field in Pittsburgh uh, announced, like they were dropping the sponsor. Their name is changing. Um, what's I the, name? To what's ask the new guys, name again? I have no idea. It's really, it's something really fucking but dumb. On. I just wanted to ask <clears throat> the general question. Do you guys care about stadium names. No. Yes. Like, not at all. I I just like for example, when the Staples Center changed their name, that it was, was a big fu- Well, listen, the only reason it's dumb is because of what they changed yeah. it to. The crypto.com yeah. arena it's is a terrible awful. name. But but like the other thing about it is like take the context of what they changed it to out of it. Who the fuck cares that they're changing their name from Staples? It's a fucking office store like office well, supply I mean, they store do, they do sell cake a, cups, like, so. but like who cares like my point is like 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 who i don't like kinds feel like i know i have no attachment to it so i guess i'll use it in like terms of like if the link if the link changed their name it would not affect me in the fucking slightest i, I wouldn't but, care but at the same time it's just like i think it would sound like if it's if they change it to something cool i wouldn't care like if it sounded yeah, you fine, used to it. Pat, do you know how many but, different names the Wells Fargo Center has been? Yeah, since, Wachovia since Center, Wachovia Center for uh, Union Center. Yeah, no, I know because my dad worked for all those banks. So, <laughs> so I'm just saying, like it, it no, doesn't no, really know. affect us. No, no, but at the same time, if they change it to something like awful, like yeah. if they changed it, it's to, already. By the way, the link is terrible. Lincoln Financial Field. That's who. I, nah, I, I nah, hate the, that. The link, no, I hate the link that banks. Uh, Citizens Bank Park. I hate that stadiums are named after banks. The, the, I, I just, the only people that can fund it. I know. I sponsor it. it. Like, I don't like have any like love for the name of the stadiums. Like, uh, like I said, I think, I think the link is an elite nickname for a stadium. Yeah, I have to agree. Like, there's, there's no, there's no clear nickname for citizens bank park. Like maybe if you just say the bank, CBP. I don't know. That's a little CBP. I always say I CBP. CBP. And then the Wells Fargo center. I don't the know. Farg. People try to say the Farg and shit. Uh, it's, it's whatever, but WFC. I have no attachment. I have no attachment to these names. Like to be completely honest, no, they're not. just corporate corporation names. I'm with, I'm with you, Vince. Uh, I have zero as, but that's a big difference between the name of the arena or the name of the venue, and and the the venue itself, right? Like, like when Citizens Bank Park, what's now known as CBP, gets demolished, uh, I'm I'm going to be sad, like because I had a lot sure. of good memories when the there. Bill- when the buildings get demolished, that that's is, a whole different See, I have a relationship a with, with the structures with the themselves. I, I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. I just don't care about the name. Yeah, like Lincoln Financial, like like Lincoln Financial Field changing its name means nothing. But one day when the link does come down, that it will, will be sad. Sure, it, 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 it will. It will come down. Um, well, it's yeah, just like Tower Seven. It, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, it, it probably yeah. will be coming <laughs> down soon. <laughs> it was right there. It will it was, come down. That was a low hanging fruit. By the way, here here's a little uh, fun fact about nine um, eleven. No, about the <laughs> spectrum coming down. Uh, when they the demol- same bombs were used no, to Tower no, no. Seven. <laughs> when they bombed the Spectrum, 
I was watching it live, and it was being carried on the former Comcast Sportsnet. Pieces which, of the spectrum were found in Tower 7's rubble. Which is now <laughs> the uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia. And Michael Barkan was hosting. <clears throat> and guess what song they used as uh, the building was getting imploded? Reeling in the ears. No. <laughs> Wrecking Ball by Bruce Springsteen. And that was oh, one of my favorite choice. moments because it was like, bring on your wrecking ball, you know. And Michael Barkin <laughs> was like, the boss and the Swarbarian. And, uh, you know, that was a good well, time. Troy was like, wait, barely well, alive then. No, nah, he was dead. <laughs> we should we should also talk real quick now that we're like out of, I guess, no, no really sports shit. Seamus, what's your take on Bruce's tickets? You uh, got to talk about that. So I had to do a lot of uh, soul diving and uh, a lot of drinking. Since you're no longer coming, according to him. No, nah, you can come, but uh, it's it's you're going to owe me. Seamus, I, I, I understand. How much is it? Uh, dude, it, it They're is like ridiculous. $5,000 tickets. For what? I woke up on. What are you making out with him? I woke up on Tuesday morning to get in line. And once I he got was too late, he couldn't get his computer to get on line. too fast. <laughs> no, I was on my phone. And when it was three hours in about 1 p.m., it, it told me that, you know, I can go select my tickets. There were zero tickets left. <laughs> zero in the entire arena. Bruce yes. is a Philly. Wait, so this is for resale. No, 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 no. Oh, this so was no, for like was starting. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa. And, well, the starting prices were probably about like like five, six. Hundred. Like, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But like the, resale. But like, like the floor was going for uh like. So oh, this is all resale prices. No, this is like the Wells Fargo Center like Ticketmaster prices. Resale prices for are resale. like five thousand dollars. Yes. What do you mean resale? Like somebody Sheamus bought them it, originally no. and now yeah. they're reselling. No. Sean, Sean, no. Seamus, I'm going to explain this because I don't think you, I think there's a miscommunication. No, there isn't. I, I know, I've been was doing this line. for years. Like I've, I've literally been doing in, this for let Vince 15 years. Shut no, the no, fuck no. up. Okay, all right, Vince. Yeah, yeah. Seamus yeah, was yeah by the way, sorry to hear about that to... rapper that got assassinated. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Go ahead, Vince. Seamus was in line, <laughs> in, like in the Wells Fargo Center website, to get the tickets for retail price, like when they were selling them. They ran yes, out by the time Seamus got in, and now resellers false. are selling tickets for like five. Th- what do you mean false? That's not true. <laughs> that's, what? That's not true. The The prices with Ticketmaster and Wells Fargo Center no were stern. also way more astronomical than they've for ever been. For the floor, been, he's saying specifically. He's trying to get floor tickets. They were, the, the floor? No, I know, but you just said they were five to $600. The floor tickets were originally... Every other tour via the venue or via Ticketmaster, five hundred dollars. Yeah, and now Is they are they were, re- they were six thousand dollars because uh, somebody bought them. No, no, yes. no. People are taking screenshots of them in line. Like, like say, this is these are the tickets I bought from the Wells Fargo Center link, and it was like five thousand dollars for four tickets. So that's insane, and that's Bruce, and it came out that that's it so is not worth Bruce it because I don't know the, all the details, but they're they the, they're doing a new system of getting tickets. It's called like verified something. I I don't know what it's called, but oh, Bruce Seamus isn't verified. But Bruce and his manager John Landau signed off on it. Yeah, you have to certify that you're not a Republican. So I mean, to, to they, they knowingly were fucking over their fans. And oh, how does that make you what feel? a great guy? Uh, well, I'm still going to be in the building because I know a guy. Shout wow. out Bob. Um, who works down at the Wells Bob Fargo Cousy. Center? Uh, not Bob Cooney. No, no, no. Cousy. Um, oh, Cousy. Uh, no, Best but, basketball player but Vince, ever. I, I'm going to try to still get us tickets for for the floor, and I think I'm going to. So yep. don't don't plan anything. 
Oh, um, Vince is coming to Chicago with me already. Okay, that's fine. I'll just take Taylor. Speak, wait, speaking of concerts real quick, can we just mention how funny it is that Steely Dan is the same night as Seamus <laughs> is celebrating his birthday? Dude, Vince it, isn't even going to be there anymore. Dude, literally, <laughs> Vince yes. is going to be down the shore. Yes. Literally, everyone I want to go can't go. Man. I I completely I might just that bail, honestly. Thanks, Pat. Wait. While we're Pat, on the I got topic an extra of music, tick. I want to Oh, you like, got an extra? I'll come to Steely Dan with you. It's $5,000. <laughs> Wait, that's just not it. Well, that's worth it for Steely Dan, though. That's it's actually not, good music. Yeah, yeah, Donald Fagan, who hasn't even like stood up like on his own Fagan. legs in like Fagan. fucking thirty years. He looks like he's paralyzed every time he goes to the piano. Why are you so mad about it? No, I, I, dude, I just think that like everyone is attacking me, and everyone is making plans to go down the shore to go see Steely Dan to go see this on the night I'm celebrating twenty six years around the globe. Well, actually, you don't turn 26 till the Monday after. Yeah, but it, we're celebrating. And Vince missed it last, last year, too. Well, yeah, Vince, anything, just Vince like is just, you. Yeah, Vince, you're a shitty friend. Yeah. I mean, or th- you're I, just not friends. Vince, you've been yeah. down the shore. Family, like third, I don't care about your family. I, I don't care. You've been down the shore with them five, six, seven times already this year. It's the same thing every time. It's because he wants to hang out with Dan. You, you go to Westies or wherever the hell, flip-flops Kenan's. or wh- whatever. You go to Russo's for a pork roll, egg and cheese sandwich. Exit 6. Exit s- Route 66 on the boardwalk. That Shout out Gary sweaty. Miller. Uh, listen, you, you go to all these places when you could just stay here. <laughs> but why would he do that when he can go down the shore? Because he's been down the shore several times. I'd, he, I'd he, choose the shore over he's here. He's been to Barnaby's once. Really? Yes, once. Yeah, he wow. came one time. One time. We, we, we watched this I'll, meaningless regular listen, season Sixers game, and then we went to Barnaby's. I'll, I'll come again at some point. Don't worry. Yeah, at some <laughs> That's point. That's such a lie. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to What do you mean? Come. I had fun. I had. I just can't come that weekend. I'm sorry. I, I, I think you can. You're not I, going I, I back to Barnaby's. I think you're just making the decision not to <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <clears throat> I will go back to Barnaby's. Just you wait. If I see a picture. He's going to come for listen, my birthday. I'll tell you what. No, <laughs> That'd Vince, be sick. Vince, I understand you want to be You want to come family. for my birthday? Yeah. I'll make sure Seamus isn't invited. Can, cool. can, can I make one like exception? <laughs> a two-drink limit on Seamus. <laughs> I, I will not be mad at Vince unless he posts a picture with anybody who was a father judge alumni. If you do that, and if you start hanging out with those fucking people, that'll be the reason why you went down to begin well, with. I'm going to hang out with I, that. Why? But why? He, he's going down for a reunion, and he was invited to my birthday party, too. So, so you expect me to just lock myself in my hotel room? Well, I mean, dude, you can I just come does, hang out yeah. with me up here. What's the difference Jameis, between me I'm, and that construction worker who has a mullet? It's not, it has nothing to do with Dan. I'm going to be down the shore regardless. Dan's going to be there. I might as well hang out with him. Yeah, might as well. All right. Listen, what I was going to say was, since while we were on the topic of <laughs> Taylor, you're going to be interested in this. While we were on the topic of music, if you guys listen to the last episode, you know that I gave Seamus a shitload of rap albums to listen to, and he's listened to two of them so far, and uh, those were Illmatic and Equemini. And uh, uh, Seamus, real quick, give your thoughts. Tell Taylor what you thought of those albums. I enjoyed <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> that was kind of a weird look, you look Taylor. Like, you look like Bubbles. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> You glasses. don't know who that is? With the glasses. From Trailer Park Boys? It's about oh, the Canadian, you know, white people. Taylor has no bubbles. Bro, they got the best drugs in jail. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, uh, Illmatic by by the Nas was great. I, I like Nas. I think that um, Whose World Is Mine, Mine, Mine. I like that one. Uh, but I like, I like every track on that record, one through whatever. I think there's nine songs or eight songs. How many songs are there, Taylor? Ten. Ten. Uh, but I they think, go, yeah, I think there's ten. But but they go like 
Like, it's not fast. It's not, like, too fast, but it's, like, the perfect amount of time for a record, and I think it's very well done. Uh, I like that, and I like the one, uh, uh, the barbecue one from uh, the from the Outcast. The skew Barbie, it on the Barbie. Skew it on the Barbie. I like that one. That that is a that is a jam. Like if I was a major league baseball player, that'd be my walk up song. Skew it was it on very the Barbie. funny. Like it was very funny just to see like Seamus like sending songs in the group chat like. Like like spotty oddy dopalicious like oh, this is I, a bag. That's Dude, the one. That, that song that's was amazing one. too. Yeah. I, I tell you what, there's a lot of songs on that Outcast album that were good. Um, however, it was very long. Like it, yeah, that, it's it's about sixteen tracks. Like, now like the last minutes. track on there, I think it was that one was like nine minutes. Um, but yeah, overall, I, overall, that's the best part about Under Two Thousand because you get to hear more of his rapping. Yeah, next overall up. two for two. Next up, he's got uh, the Wu Tang Clan, and I also realized that like I never gave context like about the albums I've listened to. So real quick, like uh, since I started doing this, I've listened to Abbey Abbey Road by the Beatles, which I love. I've loved most of the albums to be honest. Loved Abbey Road by the Beatles, gave it a nine and a half out of ten. Then I listened to the Greatest Generation by the Wonder Years, loved mm-hmm. that as well, gave that a nine. Uh, then I listened to whatever people say, and that's what I'm not, but the Arctic Monkeys gave that an eight and a half. Obviously, really like that as well, just not as Big much as the others. Of San Francisco. Then, Pat, this is gonna this is gonna hurt Pat, but this is the first time. No, I'm gonna be honest, I'm not like a huge um Vampire Weekend fan, but like Yeah. I, like I just knew Vamp- like a couple songs on that album and I was like, Oh yeah, listen to that one. Yeah. Is that not like a, Vamp- like a uh, reality show? No. Oh. No. I listened to their debut uh solo or uh, debut album self-titled and i gave that a six didn't really like that much i don't know it just didn't connect to me uh uh, full moon fever by tom petty gave that an eight i've really i surprisingly like that a lot like not that i didn't expect to like tom petty but i thought he'd be a little bit more boring i actually liked like a lot of the songs on that Um, and then the last one i listened to was my chemical my chemical romance the black parade Mm -hmm. gave that a nine that's like immediately one of my favorite albums ever like i really they're a horrible band in my opinion i yeah i really like the gate like i said gave it a nine that's definitely going to be an album i listen to a lot and next up i have sticky fingers by the rolling stones and that'll be the first rolling stones album i've ever listened to just another moonlight mile on the road and I, I honestly, I, I have heard such sparingly, like I've heard like almost no music by the Rolling Stones. Like I know the biggest of hits and Very nothing strange. else. Like, I knew, just I knew objectively some, strange. I know a decent amount of uh, Beatles music, but like no Rolling Stones. So right. yeah, I'll well, Vince, update you guys on that. One. Yeah, keep us updated. I'll keep you updated on the Wu Tang Clan. Uh, that, <laughs> I heard they're tearing this place down. Have a good night, everybody. Some misty years ago Through the mud and the beard And the blood and the cheers I seen champions